Welcome to the Oasis Podcast. You are on the first episode ever. We are so pumped Whoop. to have this this actually come to fruition to get to sit in the studio. Uh, I'm Brennan. I'm here with Ben. What up? And Jaina. Hey. And today we got some stuff to talk about. But, but first, it was Jaina's birthday Dang. yesterday. Yeah. Jaina. I, 23. I oh, okay. Oh, good. that's not right. <laughs> I couldn't ask because I'm glad you just jumped in and guessed. Jaina, how's your birthday? It was good. Yeah. Once you I get to adulthood, birthdays aren't as exciting. What do anymore. you define as adulthood? Well, I mean, at like once you're in your 20s for okay. sure. Once you get past 21, because like a lot of people celebrate 21, even if they're not just going you know, a drink, drinking person. But yeah, we're gonna get to that eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but maybe, who cares? yeah, 26 was good. Yeah. Got lunch with some sweet friends. Went on a bike ride in the evening. There you go. A little bonfire. Beautiful day. day out yesterday. It was, it was gorgeous. gorgeous yesterday. I got burnt. I celebrated by building a new deck. Yeah. I said my name's Brennan, but you probably know me more by my stage name, Chip. Chip Chip Gaines. That's the worst <laughs> joke ever. Already number one. We're gonna we're there gonna write is. down how many terrible there jokes Brennan said. No, that Man, was Man, we should have stayed silent and like <laughs> just, edited just... in some like chirping <laughs> sounds. All right. That's good. <laughs> So Chip here in the studio, uh, double down on the bad joke apparently, but we're going to be talking about influence today. We are excited to to dive into what it, the conversation around how do you influence people, what does it look like to have influence, how do you gain influence, all the all the different questions regarding a topic that people think about. I mean, we're in relationship with people and it matters how we interact with those people and influence is a big part of that. So... We're just going to have some questions. We're going to go back and forth. If you guys have further follow-up or anything, go ahead and hit us up on our Instagram or our Facebook page. We'd love to continue a conversation about this because really this is just a tool for us to engage you, to give you content, to give you a conversation, to start the process, to start to look at what it looks like to to wield influence and to, to do it well in the name of Jesus. So the first question I have for you in the studio today Ben and Jaina is, what is influence? Oh, snap. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I was not prepared yeah, for this. I, right? No, for sure. I think, I mean, and I don't know if it was Greg or Shell that I first heard it from, but there's a difference between influence and being famous. Like, I think, and this is why we want to talk about influence, is I people don't know they have it, period. And to be famous is to be known. To have influence is to have an impact on someone um, that impacts their life in a way that makes them just have action and move uh, to in, in to change in certain ways, whether that's negative or positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can still have you have influence, so it's yeah, impact move that leads to movement that leads to action. Yeah, that's yeah. super good. Who who is someone that you think wields that influence well? You know that does that well in the sense of how you defined it, not necessarily being famous, but having an impact on people's life. You want me to go? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I have had a lot of different friends in my life, uh, professors when I was in school who um, generally cared about me and, and what happened in my life and what I did with it and where I went and were willing to speak truth over it. And because I had a relationship with them, um, that then their influence was, I think, more impactful and had more weight on why I chose to do things in my life. Um, so people that are not famous that you guys wouldn't even know that have had influence on my life, um, just because of relationship that I've had with them and who they are as people, their character and yeah. Yeah. So what I'm getting out of this is you're telling me I don't need to have 
50,000 social media followers to have influence. But, I mean, I'm no Chip Gaines, although I like to think that I am. So <laughs> how, how do I have influence? What does that look like? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of different things. I think what's yeah super important to know that you don't have to have a huge following to have influence, that everyone, period, has influence. And influence doesn't follow a title or a job or a certain career. Um, and so I think some of that is, even if we think about people in our life, the people that have been the most consistent, um, I think the people that have been the most caring, uh, who have showed up, who have just like shown that they care. There's a guy in Watertown, South Dakota. So we're in Brookings, South Dakota right now, if you're listening. South Dakota is a state in the 50. Go in case Jacks. you didn't know. <laughs> South Dakota State University. Go Jacks. Go Big. Go Blue. All the things. <laughs> um, but in Watertown, South Dakota, just north of Brookings, in a, <clears throat> a decent-sized church, a decent church, a good church, uh, he was, uh, this guy is a volunteer. His name was Brian. And he didn't have the title of a pastor, um, didn't even have a lot of, con- like, not to say consistent relationship, but they didn't know him until they started going to this youth group in this church. And he had more influence over people. He was able, he had such an impact on people because he continuously showed up. He was incredibly consistent in not only the phys- physically being there, but sharing his heart for the people that he was around. And the youth pastor who had the title, who had had just as much influence, um, but Brian was able to gain an influence over people because he cared and he loved them well. He he gained trust uh, because of his consistency and, and his care for people. And I think, I mean, we can all have people in our life that, like Danny said, we have a relationship with that. I mean, and it's not just older people. It's, it's like, I'm the Oasis young adult college pastor. Gina, I mean, I'm yeah. technically kind of above you a little bit. Brennan. Oh, he's pulling the boss I'm, card. I'm pulling the boss card. <laughs> but the reality is, like, you two have influence over me. It's because I know you care for me. I trust you guys incredibly. We have a good relationship. We like to have fun. And, but just like there's been trust built. And I think that's a huge part of it. So you can, so it's where the trust has been built, where you've been consistent in someone's life, you have influence. Yeah, that's good. Because I think a lot of times we just think of the relationships we already have. And we have influence in those relationships. But a lot of times we're consistently gaining or losing influence. Yeah. You know, it's a shifting, it's a moving target of who are you influencing and how are you influencing them. So the next question I have is just a a kind of flip on the other side of that. So we're recognizing that all of us, every single person listening to this podcast right now, you have influence. You have people who care about you, who are listening to what you're saying, who you have an impact on. So now, how do we use that? How do we use the influence that God has given us in the relationships that we have, in the ways that he's continuing to call us to increase in influence? How do we use that in the right way? So you guys can take it from there. <laughs> We're just taking it. I think I think being super proactive. So even like I, I, it's hard for me not to think of church world when it comes to influence, just because that's our life, right? But in general, in life, if I've stopped being proactive in whether it's pursuing a relationship or just being a part of someone else, like wanting to see better in their life, if I stop being proactive, I will lose influence. But if I'm proactive, all of a sudden they're going to notice and see a change in something. Um, so even with, and I'm just going to give church example. I think with our senior pastor here, Steve Norby, um, we've known each other for, I mean, a decade. I was gone for 10 years or nine years, whatever it was, but we knew each other when I was here 10 years ago. And the reason I think that like we have such a healthy, good relationship is I would overly, almost potentially to an annoying aspect, just go into his office and have a conversation with him. But I just, I want to know how he was doing. 
I, I trusted what he had to say about things happening in my life. Um, and so I was able to almost gain an influence with someone who is absolutely a boss, who was higher up, I influ- influenced up in being really proactive. Maybe it's whether it's sharing ideas, whether whatever it looks like from an organizational standpoint, you can have influence with bosses at work by being proactive. You can have influence with neighbors by being proactive and it's never stopping. Because once you stop and you stop that consistency of just pushing forward, I think you lose it and people just stop. Or they either wonder you or if you care or not. Or they just don't believe you do. And it just it takes time. It's not easy. And so I don't know, like even I don't know if there's specific practical things, Jaina, that come to mind in how do you use the influence that you have? Hmm. Yeah. Even with youth, I mean, like with youth. Yeah, people. I think that consistency is big. Um, particularly as your your sphere of influence grows, as you have more people, um, it's easy to be in relationship and connection, to have influence over the people you're closest with who see the most of you. Um, But if there's people outside of your immediate context that you want to have influence over, that you want to have relationship with, like you have to be consistent, you have to be intentional about it. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm a big person for setting reminders for literally everything on my phone. So I have a reminder in my phone right now that says text so-and-so just to connect with them. That's amazing. Right there with you. Because just... it's a priority to me in my mind, yeah. but I will get easily distracted. That's so good. So I have to keep it on the forefront. Really so, good. I mean, I do that all the time. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys are one of the people. It's like the red bubbles on my iPhone, like they have to oh, go away. yes, absolutely. Like I can't just leave a notification up. Like my phone must be cleared. So if I have a reminder set and it's like text so-and-so, like I'm mm-hmm. going to text them and make sure it gets done because I, I, re- I can't leave the red bubble. Yeah. You know, so yeah, totally do that and get that too. I'm all about leaving bubbles. Leave, leave the <laughs> bubbles, you know. Uh, but you got to turn the bubbles off for some things. Like Snapchat, I don't need the bubbles, man. Yeah, that's why I don't have like, Snapchat. I'm going to check your Snapchat when I get your Snapchat. Uh, reminder, uh, just we're going to cut from the influence. We will be doing a social media podcast eventually in the near future. So yeah. be on the lookout. You know, Snap, you double tap and Insta Gs. Got to get those Insta Gs, yeah. double tap, son. Got to get the hearts People up. like, like Ben, the Facebook talk, the old, the old people. <laughs> How dare you? We're going to be talking about LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Uh, we're going to talk about building your resume on LinkedIn. <laughs> That's not no, true. We're not going to do we're that. Joking. Anyways, back to the back to the influence conversation because Ben sidetracked us. My bad. Uh, out of all of this, one of the things I keep hearing is this heart, the heart behind influence. So if you guys want to elaborate on that more because influence is, yes, the relationship you have, but it starts even more so in who you are as a person. So if you guys want to dive into how do you cultivate some of that heart, some of that, what, what goes behind influence, you know, what's driving that? Uh, yeah, authenticity, right? You just said it. It's your heart. It's who you are, not even title. I mean, we've kind of talked about that. But authenticity right now means way more than it did even 10 years ago probably, mm-hmm. um, especially with millennials, Gen Zs. I mean, it's huge. Uh, if, if And people can usually sniff out if you're authentic or not. Um, which is scary, mm. I think, because I I am definitely not great at I I tend to in my fault of, with influence and in relationships with people, especially in leadership of anything, I tend to overpromise and underdeliver, mm. and I think that puts off of inauthentic and it does that that creates an inauthenticity about me that I don't want out there, and so I've had to learn like what does it look like to underpromise and overdeliver. Because I want to be authentic. I want people to know I'm real. Like I want people to know I'm also imperfect. Uh, and that's a part of being authentic. And I think there is a difference between 
authentic authenticity and vulnerability mm-hmm. um and i think i i have struggled over my even 10 years of being a follower of jesus in towing that line well because i can overshare where i don't shouldn't and overshare um and i can over promise and under deliver where i shouldn't i think just authenticity is so big in that yeah i just think about all the instagram influencers and just this this tag word that we have currently in in our culture and we get this idea of it's all about content but a lot of times it is that heart you know jesus is always talking about the heart is and out of the heart flows the goodness of like god things and you know so if you got to get the heart right behind influencing then you can really start to impact people because I think where we want to drive this conversation is because a lot of you listening will be Christians looking at Ben shocked in the studio. He's like, Christians are listening to this. Followers of Jesus. Yeah, we've got millions of Christians across the world tuning into the Oasis podcast right now. But yeah, coming from a Christian perspective, does it look different to, to wield influence than what we've seen on Instagram, what we see in, in culture, all these different things? And what are we pushing? Like, I mean, influence is to change and to, to impact people. So what 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 is the the change we're trying to implement you know you're right on i mean everything you said was good what is the change it's we want to be able to impact people for the kingdom of god like we want people to know jesus period and so i think even through conversations we've had together like just sharing about justin bieber like share what he's doing brendan you know more than i do i know justin bieber if you're listening give us a shout out <laughs> contact us brooklyn south dakota grace point westland church we'd love to have you on you know, the podcast I, I hit him up and he said he was gonna listen so i'm not i'm not worried about it he's gonna advertise for us and really, we're gonna blow up after this episode but yeah i'm a huge believer shout out changes the new album you guys can go get it everywhere no i'm just kidding plug justin bieber's music like he needs my help um but yeah, he's he's doing this incredible thing where probably every single person listening to this podcast has heard of Justin Bieber. I mean, he has been around for 10, 12 years now. I think he's 25. But he, he got famous when he was 13. This guy just came out of nowhere, middle of Canada, just the most prepubescent teenage <laughs> dude you've Found ever seen. Found by Usher. Found by yeah. Usher. <clears throat> and he gained influence. He did, kind of. He gained famous influence. And he... He didn't really know how to yield it. You could see it in the trouble that he was having and the concerts he would have. <clears throat> he had these following of these girls like you wouldn't imagine. I mean, it's like I walked out there and me and Justin Bieber and all these girls. No, my wife. I love my wife and there's no girls following me. I'm just playing. Oh, man. But wow. he had all this influence and eventually he's come to this place. If you guys still follow him and keep track. And this is why I love Justin is he's doing something with it now. Like every single Sunday he gets on his his IG, and he live streams a church service from this pastor in Seattle. And 20,000 people watch church with Justin Bieber every Sunday. If Justin doesn't do that, if he's not trying to implement change in the people who are following him for Christ, 20,000 people might not listen to church that Sunday. I mean, he's done gospel messages and sung worship at different places where millions of people will tune in. Like, it's just incredible to watch him over the last 10 years. And I wasn't always a believer, but I am now just because, man, he is doing incredible things for the kingdom and he has this platform and it, and it is much bigger than all of us, but we can still steward it and point people to Jesus the same way he is. And I think that's super incredible. Yeah. That's really good. Would you say you're more of a believer or a believer? You know, I would have to say Jesus is just a notch above Justin Bieber in my book. You know, that was that was dad joke number one. Yeah. You're welcome. No, you know, I love Jesus. 
and then my wife, and then Justin is somewhere <laughs> in the hierarchy after that. I feel gypped. <clears throat> Messi's also in there, but that's another podcast day. Oh, boy. You know? That's rough. So, wrapping this up, getting towards the end of the, the conversation on influence, what kills it? I mean, recognizing we all have it. There's ways we can use it. We're trying to point people to Jesus. We're trying to impact people for good. But if we don't necessarily do it right, if we start to mess up and make mistakes, and are we killing our influence? What do you guys think? Yes, you can. <laughs> right? I mean, if you think of what, what grows it, um, what needs to be consistent in your life to have it and to gain it and to grow it, not the opposite, inauthenticity, not being real. Um, and a lot of that, I think, I think we assume in order to have influence, we have to put out this persona of like perfection and that's just not real. I I think that's inauthentic. And so it's either, if I'm not perfect, then I can't have influence over anybody, which is so not true. Mm -hmm. Um, and so not being just who you are, not sharing about potential imperfection and doing it in a healthy way, um, with the people that you are close to, like just, I think there's a relatability to the reality that we're all human. And so to let other people know. Um, when we're not doing that, when we're being inauthentic, I think we can lose um, influence. That's an enemy, an enemy to influence. Yeah. Um, I think that what I talked about of over-promising and under-delivering is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I And I just, I know I've done that and it kills me. I hate that I've done that with people and I know that that's affected relationships I've had with people. Um, and I think, I just, I look at what is what does Satan want to continually push against me in any area of life, it's like if I'm tired, he's going to use that. He's going to try to isolate me as any way, any way that's possible. And so when I'm, if I'm not feeling good, if I don't feel my best, um, if I'm tired and I'm just like exhausted, I don't. I think that can be an enemy because what I what I will potentially want to do uh, is I won't be able to give my best in a relationship where I have influence if I don't feel my best. Mm. And so I just need I, you got to take care of yourself. So Ben is telling everybody out there to drink Stop. a bunch of water, oh, man. take a nice nap, get feel, a shower, and then start start back up. I feel like you yeah. just told the world that I don't drink water, I don't take naps, and I don't shower. I didn't. I didn't this, directly say that. We, it's, it's just a different conversation. You well, wanted yeah, to have. Ben. I wanted to have this off <laughs> off mic. But... I'm gonna I'm gonna go now and let you guys work this out. Before you do that, Jane, I got one more question for you. So, yeah. one question for each of you. But first, Jane, if someone's listening and they're starting to hear, and this is the first time they've maybe thought about influence or they're looking to take that next step, what do you say mm-hmm. to someone? What is what should they do right now after they turn this podcast off to continue learning and being people who influence for the kingdom of God? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, we talked about the heart, and I think that that's where it starts. If your heart is in the wrong place of why you want to have influence over people or why you're in relationship with some people, you're going to lose your influence. Um, so I hate this phrase, but check your heart. Check um, it. Let's go. But, but even just um, spend time in prayer. Ask God to reveal to you who you already have influence over really that you good. can be stewarding, yes. stewarding better. Because yep. um, we all already have those people. Mm-hmm. Um and so, I mean, even if you look at celebrity culture, social media culture, it's like, okay, how can I get the most followers of people they don't have influence over already? It's like, how do you, you know, are, you already have people. So identify who those people are. Ask God to show you ways that you can steward that well, improve on it, build it. I would say that's a really good starting point. Yeah, that's super good. 
Great first steps, great second steps. Amen. Keep taking them. You know, <laughs> keep checking your heart. Check your heart. Yeah. Keep keep seeking that. people who God's put in your path. <laughs> yeah. And then if, if you really truly don't feel like God's put anybody in your path, ask for it. Oh yeah. Then, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, or just like if, if you're a sibling, you have influence. Oh yeah. Where if you work somewhere, you have influence. I just it's that simple. Any any relationship, there is influence. Mm-hmm. And so it's even, yeah. Asking for it, even asking God to like I love I love praying for favor for people like with people. Mm-hmm. I just think that's so important because I think God can create that in someone else's soul and their heart um, to be able to allow my influence or my impact on someone else's life just to grow. And it's in my authenticity or whatever or, or of pursuing the kingdom of God, wanting people to know Jesus. Pray for that favor over people. It's just your neighbors. You have it. It's there. How are you using it? Yeah, it's really good. Super good. One last question for Ben. I need a one-sentence wrap-up in case someone was just blasting this podcast while working out. Maybe they're they're driving, they were they tuned out, and they just need that last one-second wrap-up on what this 20-minute conversation was. What are you going to say? Influence is impact that leads to action, and you have it. Mm, that's good. Yeah, super good. That's it. That's right. one Dang, sentence. Yeah. One you sentence. put a period on it. So that's I episode one. Prefer an exclamation point on it. Exclamation point. Sorry. <laughs> we'll, we'll get that grammatically corrected in the in the post edit. Um, that's episode one of the Oasis podcast. Dang. We are we thank you guys for tuning in. There's going to be a bunch more conversations we're going to have. We're excited about the future and what God has for us in this. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Check us out. Let us know if you have anything or need anything. We're here for you. We love you. Peace out. Peace out. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.